Welcome to this episode of Horrific History and Hauntings. I'm Beth. And I'm Ramey. We're your hosts, here to talk about the stories that the history books ignore. From horrific epidemics and ghostly hauntings to the catastrophes and tragic events that have sickened humanity. I bet we're talking about tunnels today. Yeah. Or bridges. Uh, I think all of these are going to be bridges this time. Oh. Like well, you shouldn't I have said, said yeah when I said tunnels. Well, I was trying to make it tunnels as well, but there's less tunnels than I would have thought. <laughs> I mean, they've probably shut down. If something goes wrong in a tunnel, it's closed. There's mm-hmm. no tunnel. There's just a... <gasps> oh, I didn't think about this. I could have done one on the tunnels under Abingdon. Oh, yes. Oh, if we get into that kind of tunnels, there there's so many to cover. Every city has major tunnels that have been hidden off and cut off and tragedies happen. It's just, we'd never end it. This would be a whole series about that. Be a very niche series. Maybe we should do that. A whole podcast about tunnels. We are at Helen's Bridge. Oh. Helen's Bridge is located in Asheville, North Carolina. Oh, that's not so far away. No. It was constructed in 1909 to provide access to the nearby mansion, Zealandia. Oh, another name. I think is how that's pronounced. The legend is a woman named Helen lived at or near the mansion. With her daughter. It, it said at or near. <laughs> I guess they don't know. She lived in the vicinity yeah. of Asheville. Yeah. With her daughter. <laughs> this bridge has some relation to her. Helen's daughter died in a fire and Helen hung herself from the bridge. It said her spirit still appears when her name is called. But why are you calling her name? Just driving across the bridge. Helen! Some say <laughs> after they called her name that their cars wouldn't start. <laughs> That's what you get for disturbing her peace. The mansion was owned by a local politician named John Evans Brown. He later sold the mansion to an Australian architect and scholar named Philip S. Henry. Henry left it to his family when he passed away, and they lived in it until the 1960s. Okay. It was built in 1908. It's now a museum. Well, that's nice. Another version of this story is Helen had been living in the mansion for a while. It said that she was having an affair with someone and was pregnant with this child. After he rejected her, she was so upset she decided to kill herself. And then hung herself on the bridge. Yeah. Okay. Maybe she was married or maybe she just couldn't handle the shame of being an unwed mother. But Helen's ghost is said to be seen looking for her child and then it'll vanish. And some say she wanders around and talks about the day she lost her daughter. Some have reported having car trouble when driving through the bridge, such as drain batteries, engine stalling. While walking through the bridge, some report seeing shadow figures moving back and forth in the corner of their eyes. Sounds of screams are heard from a distance, and it's said that she will appear if her name is said three times at night. Moving on to Old Applewhite Bridge. It's also known as Donkey Lady Bridge. Oh, good gracious. It's located in San Antonio, Texas. I'll probably never visit that one. <laughs> it's Crosses the Medina River. Mm-hmm. The legend is a woman was horribly burned in a fire her husband had started, and her pet donkey was said to have bitten the son of someone important, and the father of this privileged little brat kid killed the donkey because he's a giant sack of shit. Mm-hmm. And the donkey haunts around Elm Creek. She don't haunt it? Hold on, there's more to it. Oh. Yeah. People report hearing a donkey from the woods late at night, sometimes said to be the woman's ghost, sometimes some other unknown living creature. Another part of the legend is the husband killed his kids with fire, which left her disfigured. Drivers find damage on their cars in the form of claw marks, cracked windshields, blood on their cars. Some say if you honk your horn, she comes for you. Oh, no. <laughs> some say her soul merged with her pet donkey when they drowned together. Um, as oh. well. 
Okay. Yeah. That's some reports a seeing a person with a donkey face, and they found hoof prints on their cars or hear hooves. Apparently, there's a donkey lady hotline as well. What? <laughs> Do we have the number? I don't. I couldn't find the number, but I, I seen a little part where it said there was a donkey lady. You might be able to look it up. Let me try. Donkey lady hotline. Bethy, this could turn out badly. <laughs> oh, yes. I have a number. I don't think I'll put it online, but I do have a number to call. Oh, that's cool. I wonder what you're supposed to say. They say you should just call them at any time. Well, just somebody to chat to. Yeah. Okay. So just Google that and you'll find it. Okay, go on, I guess. <laughs> I-4 Dead Zone. It passes over Lake Monroe. It's located in Sanford, Florida. Legends trace back to 1887. A German family of four buried there after dying from yellow fever. In 1959, Interstate 4 was paved over and through the graves. One of the eastbound lanes has a grave site said to be underneath it, just before the south end of St. John's River Bridge. Between 1995 and 1997, there were 44 crashes and 65 people were injured. Spirits of disturbed graves have caused several bad accidents is what people believe. I think it's bad driving. Yeah. Another rumor is spirit energy causes electronic equipment to malfunction. Malfunction. Malfunction and cause no cell reception. In the 1870s, real estate tycoon Henry Sanford sold 640 acres of the south shore of the lake to a group of German immigrants. They founded St. John's Catholic Church at the site. They had difficult conditions, such as the 1887 yellow fever outbreak. And the surviving settlers buried their dead in the woods, and they left the failed colony. After changing hands many times, it eventually became a part of Sanford. And locals say a farmer removed the grave markers and his house burned down. Oh, no. A child was run over by a drunk driver after he dug at the gravesite. That's a hard lesson, but he learned one. Did he die? I don't know. Okay, let's hope he didn't and he learned a lesson. It wasn't just a waste. Fields was sold to the state when Florida decided to build the highway. Graves were marked to be reloca- relocated, but instead they paved right over them. Oh, no. Hurricane Donna passed over the gravesite on September 10th, 1960, and left devastation. Drivers have reported seeing ghosts on the road. Truckers report their CB radios blasting with static while driving over their stretch of highway. The area is prone to accidents, ghost hitchhikers, and strange voices can be heard on cell phones. Since 1963, almost 1,500 to 2,000 accidents have happened in this area. This is a space you know to avoid. Yeah. Wow. And I don't know how old that information was, so it may have been up. Yeah. I can't imagine people just going around this space knowing what's happened. There's been so many bad things, including grave robbing children. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Was there supposed to be something in the area that we didn't hear about? Just those graves that kept getting messed with and paved over Okay, is all I could find, but I didn't spend too much time on each of these. Now we're going to Goatman's Bridge. The name is actually Old Alton Bridge, I think is how that's pronounced. I prefer Goatman. Yeah. Located in Texas, built in 1884, and they closed it in 2001 to build a new bridge and road. Okay. I hope they call it Goatman Bridge. Sheep Man. Sheep Man. Chupacabra. The legend is Oscar Washburn settled with his family near the bridge. He earned a living selling goats. His business was successful, and he got the nickname Goatman. 
Goat man. Local members of the KKK were upset when Washburn put up a sign on the bridge advertising this way to the goat man. Why were they upset? Uh, because he he was African American. Oh, did we say that? No. Well, then that makes sense why I was confused. <laughs> <laughs> why else would they be upset? Uh, they have they all the reasons in the world hate. to be mad about something. They could just make something up. More than half of what they say is made up already. Uh. Well, one night on August 1938, these men busted in Washburn's home and drug him to the bridge. They put a noose around his neck and pushed him over the side of the bridge. But when they looked over the side, they only saw the rope, not him. He was never seen again. They went back and killed his family as well. <laughs> Since then, many strange events have happened on or around the bridge. The bridge? The it's, bridge, yeah, yeah. we're talking about bridges. Many believe it's haunted by the goat man. It's said that when travelers drive across the bridge at night without lights, they meet the goat man on the other side. They probably meet the other side in general. <laughs> they just drive right off the edge. <laughs> Reports of seeing a ghost man herding goats over the bridge. They've seen apparitions staring at them holding a goat head under each arm. Stories of seeing a creature that looks like a half man, half goat. Reports of abandoned cars. Sounds of horse hooves splashing in the creek. Clippity clop. The sound of maniac laughing. <laughs> Inhuman-like growling from the woods surrounding the bridge. Car doors lock and unlock by themselves. And a woman's spirit has also been seen wandering around and said to be looking for her lost baby. Now, They're always looking for a lost baby or a lost love. Yeah, lost baby, lost husband, lost You're boyfriend. never just looking for your money. Or the car that drove you off the bridge in the <laughs> first place. Why aren't there ever dudes hunting for their lost love? Because dudes are jerks. I mean, that's sad. There should be a dude hunting around for his lost love somewhere that, I don't know, ditched him or whatever always happens to him. Oh, there's got to be one. I never heard of one that I can remember. Well, let's make one. We'll make our own. Oh, we'll go out. No, no, we won't hurt nobody. <laughs> well, we'll just make up one. <laughs> Hunting for his lady love or his boyfriend. Something. Uh, we could say fiance. It could be either thing when you say that. But we'll make up one. We'll just have to find a... A death that happened sometime in the next 40 years we can just add a story to. I don't know if this is legal. It sounds slanderous. A little bit. <laughs> but a lot of it seems slanderous. Uh, yeah. Now what? Colville Covered Bridge? C-O-L-V-I-L-L-E? Colville? Um, Colville? I don't Col know. Colville? I guess. I'm well, going with that one. Built in 1877 in Bourbon County near Paris, Kentucky. Now, I've been to London, Kentucky. Never been to Paris, Kentucky. Is there a Berlin, Kentucky? I don't know. It was constructed by Jacob Bauer of the Bauer Bridge Company of Maysville, Kentucky. At one time, there was as many as 27 covered bridges in Bourbon County. Many were destroyed during the Civil War, though. I love covered bridges. Mm -hmm. I've only been like one or two in my entire life. I think most of them are in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. In 1997, the bridge was renovated after it was damaged by floods, and it crosses over the Hinkston River Creek. Is it a river or a creek? It's a creek. It's rumored to have been the location of three tragedies in the early 1900s. There's said to be a man that hung himself in the middle of the bridge. From 1930s, a story of a young couple's car was going too fast, missed the bridge, and plunged into the creek. They both drowned. That's Beetlejuice. That's what I thought. Covered bridge. Yeah. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. And it didn't work again. One of these days. An elderly woman was walking through the bridge and died from a heart attack. Now that can just happen to anybody anywhere. Yeah. People are said to have seen strange shadows, light shining from the floorboards as if headlights coming from the water below. 
ghost hunters played back their recordings and caught an unfamiliar laugh. When they were at the other end of the bridge, away from the voice recorder, they picked up a whisper that sounded like it was saying, no one can see me taking a few pictures. What? It, yeah. I what feel do you like, want to bet that that's just a good conductor of sound and they can hear what people are saying nearby? Yeah, that's because that doesn't make sense. It sounds like it's like that? a giant microphone that's just there on one side. Somebody's whispered over here. They're going to snap some pictures of people they shouldn't be. And then it is kind of whispers out the other side. I'd like to try that because that sounds like exactly what's happening. Yeah. A legend says sometimes when driving through the bridge at night, headlight behind you will vanish as if the cars drove off into the water. I wonder how many times that's actually been somebody that's drove off into the water and they just kept driving. Scream ghost, ghost, and take off. That's all I have. Oh, okay. Well, Beth, since if that's all we have to talk about, do you want to tell us your social information so we can get a hold of you? You can email me at horrifichistory.hauntings at gmail.com if you wish to do so. And I also have a Pinterest as well, Horrific History and Hauntings. Okay. Well, this podcast is part of a podcasting network called Gruesome Gaming Group. It goes by Gruesome Gaming G on Twitter if you want to follow us there. We also have a YouTube channel under the same name. Let us know what you think. Leave a review on the show if you have a podcast player that'll do that. It would help us out. Let us know what you think, even if it ain't good. We could fix the bad stuff and you can re-review it. On that podcasting network, we have two other shows. One is called Brother Knows Quest. It's a podcast about my sister and I talking about a tabletop role-playing game that I've brought over to discuss with her. Uh, Tell her about the setting and characters and all that stuff in the game. And she decides if she would ever want to play it. Also, I have a podcast with my friend Dakota where we talk about video games. It's called Leveling Duo. We talk about the video games that we both have played throughout our life and some of the ones we're playing now and all that stuff and we just pick a different game or a different game series for each episode usually i'll do one then he does the next one all these podcasts will be in the description below i have been ramey and i'm beth and thank you for listening to horrific history and hauntings goodbye